Hey girlfriend, mom and ain't easy, and it's definitely not easy doing it alone. It's always a blessing to have people by your side while raising your kids. As the saying goes, it takes a village. And now you have us. Come chat with us, grow with us, and learn with us. Just relax, mama. We got you. Hey everyone, good morning. Well, it's morning where we are, so good morning. Welcome back to Mom and Ain't Easy with Gina and Jade. Gina, how was your birthday yesterday? Good morning. My birthday was good. It was really good, especially for a day that I had nothing planned, but happy birthday to you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> how are you doing today? How's your morning been? Um, It's been, I feel like it's been so long, like since I had to get up to take Isaiah to work and then I took Isaiah to the bus um, yeah. to school. And then I was like, at first I wasn't sleepy. I was like, let me just lay down a little bit. And then I just knocked out. Like I woke up with drool all over my pillow. Like it was just a hot mess. So when you told me you were going to lay down and then I texted you like what, almost an hour and a half, two hours later, and you didn't respond. I was like, yes, this bitch is napping on her birthday. Like that's the best <laughs> fucking gift. Cause, but I woke up, like I, I saw your message and I woke up maybe 20 minutes after that. So I had texted out like, okay, let's aim for 10. And I guess I never pressed that because then a bitch was asleep again. Like I woke up again. It was like a no whole another hour. And I was like, God damn, what the fuck? What the fuck happened? And I was like, I didn't even send her the message. Like, and I felt so bad. So I was like, wake the fuck up, Jay. Wake up. Get up. Like you need to do this. No, I have I nothing so to do bad. today. That's why I told yeah. you like in the message, like I'm in no rush. If you're still asleep or you're busy now, like take your time. But did KK want to stay home since it was your birthday? Yes. This morning I woke her up and she was like, I mean, I could just stay at home today. I was like, girl, no, you can't. I need this day. No, you cannot. <laughs> at least she gets off at three. It's not like she's at school all fucking day. I know. And after she gets out, we're going to go to my uncle's anyway. So she's like looking forward to that. And I was like, you want to ride the bus home or yeah, I'm going to pick you up? And she's like, I think it'll be easier to be parent pickup today. And I was like, Aww. okay. So I need to send them my email that I'm going to pick her up from school. How cute. This morning, um, how does she say it? Scarlett tells me, you're old. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And she's like, mom, because yesterday was your birthday. You're old. And I'm like, I'm old. And she's like, no, how many? And I'm like, oh, okay. How old am I? Yes. Oh. How old are you? So I'm like, I'm 26. Her eyes got so big. She said, mom, I thought you were three like me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so your mom fucking wishes she was three like you. <laughs> I'm like, whatever. But I'm a few months older than him. So he always says like, damn, you're getting old. And I'm like, shut oh up. Can you oh, hear my dog? Older than Isaiah too. No. Okay, I gave him a treat and put him in his kennel, like that way he won't be like messing with her toys in here. Do you hear him? No, he's like howling in his kennel. He's in your room, no? Yeah, but probably because he can hear me talking. He's like, "Bitch, I know you're home. Let me out." <laughs> yeah. Oh, but oh, I heard that. Did he bark? Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> he'll probably be quiet in a little bit. He just like tries for a little while, and then he'll take a little nap hopefully but anyways I'm glad your morning's been good I'm glad you slept I'm glad you have plans with your family I know this morning I was almost like aren't you gonna get all the free stuff for your birthday and I was like bet you sure the fuck right I free am stuff from so, where 
I got free coffee. Oh, see, that's the one thing I was like, where the fuck is my free Starbucks coffee? Because I have the app. Like, it has. Leanne told me you have to go and tell them I want to redeem my free coffee. Did you do that for your gesture? I know you said you went to go no. get coffee. No, because <gasps> you pay for that big ass drink. I get scared. I don't like for people to look at me stupid. So I told Leanne, what if they're like, ma'am, you don't get a free drink? And she's like, they're gonna give you a free drink. And I'm like, yeah. no. So yeah, I paid for that. But Stingers, I got an email from Stingers and it said uh, $5 off. Like, and their coffees mm-hmm. are only like five bucks. So mm-hmm. I got that and I got me a kolache. My total was $7. So I only paid like two bucks. Oh, I was like, uh, I was like, your total is $7 after the coupon, but even with the coupon, it was like, it took yeah. it off. Okay, I was like, wait, what? All you have to um, do is use the cart that you always pay with. Like that's linked to your rewards because they do rewards oh, there. Yeah. Interesting. Well, Duncan gives you a free um, coffee or free drink for your birthday too. Um, I didn't get that fucking email. Fuck it up. You just, you just go and tell them it's your birthday and you tell them your ID. See, your I, birthday. Don't, I don't know if I can do that. Um, Krispy Kreme gives you a, a free 12 dozen donuts. Do I mean, we, we don't have, have a Krispy Kreme? I'm okay. just saying. Then don't fucking bring it Krispy up. Kreme. Because Krispy Kreme <laughs> is my stuff. favorite. I don't think it's that great. What? I prefer Krispy over Shipley's. Oh, yeah. I don't think Shipley's is that great either, though. I'm just, I'll go to HB. <laughs> oh, I hate HB's donuts. I love their donuts. I all bring them for Scarlet because she don't know them better. <laughs> You're horrible. Oh my God, my dog. But I made a whole ass list of all, like nothing but cakes gives you a free baby cake <gasps> if you take your ID and tell them it's your birthday. Like, girl, there's some good things out there. I mean, I watched like 20 TikToks to see different places. So, in other <laughs> words, you hold me because you did not text me all this yesterday. I was trying to give you space. I was like, I don't want to bother her. You know what? I do need space. I need a fucking divorce because. <laughs> Because you could have been like, you need to go here, 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 here. Well, here. I just checked this You're morning. Welcome. I should have did this yesterday so I would be prepared for today, but I didn't. So I'm yeah. like, mm. Mm. I get nervous too, though, going and being like, well, was my birthday? Do I get a free thing? Like I went to Barnes and Noble one time, like, can I use my free Starbucks thing here? And the girl was like, we're not really Starbucks. We're like an affiliate or something. She told me some shit and she's like, but I'll still give it to you. And I was like, okay, thanks. See, I can't because then I feel like they're judging me and I feel like when I leave they're like that dark ass girl over there asked for a free fucking drink and it's probably not even her birthday we don't do that shit anyways fuck out of here with all that like no then then I'm gonna be all fucking in my feelings so I'll fuck just them. hand you my card and pay <laughs> well I ain't got no fucking money so I'm gonna need that free fucking shit because <laughs> homegrowing pain for nothing over here but i was pissed i got a lot of emails today like um i mean like for ulta you can get your free thing from ulta and sephora like your free little birthday gift that's i think you can redeem that like all month i want to say like you have the month to redeem that i want to say i did sephora one year they always give like it's so little but it's sometimes it's like okay yeah so bad but um i got a lot of emails for like like target was like it's your birthday here's 10 percent off it's 10% off. I was so offended. I got 5% off. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sally's gave me a $5 reward. So I knew oh that. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, anybody whose birthday is coming up, 
If y'all have questions, hit up Jade because apparently she knows all the fucking places where you can get something for free. I'll make a post about it on Instagram. So and in tell a bit. places. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No, but that's cool. That's good. I hope you enjoy your day and you get all the free stuff. On BJ's is a free bazooki. Oh, I love those. Me too. And Papa John's gives a free cookie pizza. God okay, I'm sorry. bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't know how you know all of this, but you're subscribed. TikTok, girl. Oh. TikTok. I don't know. I get on TikTok, but I really like only watch the people I'm invested in. Oh, I'm invested in everybody's business. I like, I only do the following. I don't do the only for you page or the only for you, the for you page. Oh. (laughs) I don't know why. I just didn't really get into it. I've been there for hours, so moving on what are we going to talk about today Gina well today I want to talk about so I started reading or not reading but listening to this audiobook and it's called anxiety in relationship and I just happened to come across it on Facebook was it Facebook or Instagram one of those um and I saw like the little bit of what it was about and it was about like being insecure in your relationship and just like whether that's because of your partner's doing or because of your upbringing or because of your own insecurities, mm-hmm. like whatever, you know? And I, it mm-hmm. caught my eye because I don't want to get too personal, but I do want to be a little bit vulnerable today and be honest and just say that I, okay, I've been married for five years. Jerry and I have been together for 12 years. So it's been a long road. It's been a lot of ups and downs, especially because we've been together since middle school. So it was like, you know, there was some um, immaturity there. There was some like, is this it for us? You know what I mean? Like, should we date other people type thing? So I have not always been, I guess, the most, how do I say it? Like secure person, Mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like when it comes to my husband, he's a very secure person and he's a very like, how do I say it? If you make him an option, he's not going to give you the option to choose him type thing. But I always respected that. And I always felt like, but are you going to fight for me? Like, what if I did Mm -hmm. say, I don't know if I want to be with you. You know what I mean? Or I don't know Mm -hmm. if I want to settle down with you. (laughs) And um, he was always just very like, but why am I going to make, myself an option like I know I'm I bring more to the table than that you know and so I never understood it but because I was so insecure so (laughs) I was more like Mm -hmm. I don't even know how to deal with this you know what I mean but I feel like of course since we got married things have been good and we've had our ups and downs in other ways we've never had our ups and downs in like I mean, everybody goes through like, did we make the right choice? Because we got married so young. But I feel like we were so, how do I say it? We were so like ready to get married because we took such a long break before we got married. So it was Mm -hmm. more of a thing like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and do it because we gave each other this space and we still missed each other and we still want the same things together. You know what I mean? And we honestly never wanted to get married, but he had joined the military. So in order for me to go with him, of course, that was our only option. Um, But I remember like 
high school, we always talked about that. Like, I don't believe in marriage. He doesn't believe in marriage. It was just like, we know we want to be together and we don't need a title. And if we have kids, we know that we'll be good parents together, you know? But I feel like it wasn't until we got married. Sorry if I'm out of breath. I'm fucking 33 weeks pregnant today (laughs) and I'm tired. (laughs) But um, when we got married, I feel like it was like a, I don't know, maybe after like the first year, it was like a slap in the face of like, okay, now all the insecurities that you had, now you have to deal with them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was hard, maybe like the second and third year. And then I got pregnant a year and a half into our marriage. So the hormones and the being homesick and figuring out how to be parents financially, all of that took a toll, you know? But I mean, I disclaimer, I do have to be thankful that he's never given me a reason to be insecure. Like I had to realize that it was my own upbringing for one, and it was my own thoughts on life, I guess, you know, like, I don't know about you, but growing up, did you feel like a guy's just always going to cheat? Like, that's just what it is. Mm-mm. No, I also did. I wasn't. I also wasn't like. I was so gullible growing up and so shielded. So I didn't even really think about like dating and like boyfriends and stuff like that. Like I had boyfriends, but I never thought. I don't know. I was just I I lived life as like a little kid, I guess you could say, and I didn't really think I didn't even really know what cheating was you know what I mean like you didn't go too deep into it mm -mm, into anything like I didn't think about marriage or like you know girls like dream about like their dream weddings and stuff I didn't do any of that kind of stuff I was just like let's play Barbies I played Barbies I was like I don't know 13 I was playing Barbies for a long time really so yeah and it wasn't until honestly like it's funny that you say that like you know other girls dream of their dream wedding and stuff It wasn't until maybe like a year ago that I realized that it's not that I didn't dream of my dream wedding. It was that I wouldn't allow myself because I just thought none of that's fucking real. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I will say I grew up in a loving family. I grew up in a dysfunctional marriage. So that Mm -hmm. was the, I had to realize that that was what I was basing everything off of, you know? Yeah, of course. That was hard for me to grasp when we would get into arguments and he would be like, we are not your fucking parents. We are not, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do to you what you're expecting me to do just because you think that's what everybody fucking does. And (laughs) in my toxic head, I was always like, of course, (laughs) you're going to say that. Of course, you're going to tell me you would never do that. But when you do it, I'm not going to be the one who's caught off guard. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I had to learn, like, you're literally focusing on what you don't want to happen and waiting for it to happen. Like, why not? damn near manifesting it. almost. Yes. <laughs> like, why not just enjoy what's not happening? Because obviously it's not happening and he's treating you well. You know what I mean? But like that's hard because when you don't think about like out of sight, out of mind type thing, like you don't think about it. And then when it does hit the fan, you're not prepared. Like you're not mentally or emotionally prepared to deal with it. So then it's like, it hits 20 times harder than it would have had you in the back of your mind thought like 
in case he cheats on me, in case this happens, those what ifs, I feel like that's where people always, it's like hard. Like, do I just say fuck it and not think of those things? Or do I protect myself from being hurt so bad to the point of like no return? You know what I mean? And that, that was my way of thinking, but I've had to find like a balance. Like I've had Mm -hmm. to realize that, how do I say it? Like I've had to realize that it's okay to know that yes, that happens in life and it's okay. My best option is to know that I can get through something like that. Because if I feel like, what the fuck would I do if that happened? What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, then I'm going to drive myself nuts. And I'm like doubting myself that I can't make it through a failed marriage or whatever, you know? So I feel like I've had to like change my whole way of thinking. But like when I started um, listening to this book, she kind of talks about how, first of all, anxiety is a normal, it is a normal um, trait that we're born with that is a necessity for us. Like if you do not know how to recognize your anxiety, then you don't know how to recognize when you're in danger. And then you're not mm-hmm. going to know how to protect yourself. You know what I mean? And not in an unhealthy way, but she says that too, in reality, we all need a little bit of fear to a certain extent, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it makes sense when you think about it. Cause it's like, she says that like, it's just like animals. Like they have to know how to protect themselves and how to get themselves out of a dangerous situation. Same goes mm-hmm. for us. But when it comes, the unhealthy part comes in when you are obsessing over what you don't want to happen and it's giving you anxiety. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that was me a year <laughs> ago. But um, that's why I was like, this is like, it's, it's helping me reassure the things that I've realized over the past few years. And it's a good thing, you know? Yeah. But, um let me see what else you know how you said that um like everybody needs fear to a certain extent or whatever um the first thing I thought in my mind was I don't know if I said this on the podcast or I told you this or where the fuck I said this but um Isaiah had told me like I don't like to fight in front of the kids right so he had told me like they need to see that like they need to see us have disagreements and but they also need to see us resolve those in like a, a, a not way. toxic yeah in a healthy way so at first I was like I don't want to fight in front of them like I don't want them to ever see that but he was like no Jay they need to they need to see the conflict and the resolution together yeah. like that way they know how to deal with those things when they come across them because you would hate for your kids to never see you argue and then when they have their first argument with their significant other they're not going to know what the fuck to do because they're like what you know what I mean um so I, I do agree with that like it's good to have that at least a little bit of something like so they can recognize you know what yeah I mean? see and I've told that to Jerry in the way of like okay I'm finally starting to realize that you're not that person and you're not going to do that to me and if you ever did I'm in a better mindset to know how to handle it correctly and not feel like Mm -hmm. my whole fucking life is falling apart, you know? But what scares me is that if Scarlett never sees it, how is she going to know to, to know, how is she going to know that it's out there type thing? 
you know what I mean? And he's like, I feel like that's a messed up way of thinking because she doesn't need to see something to be aware of it. She needs to be taught about something. And I'm like, I guess that makes sense. Like, I'm going to have to talk to her and I'm going to have to tell her, you know, like I've changed, I've changed my way of thinking because your dad does respect me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I mean, I don't know. I think I just, I was such a paranoid person and I didn't realize until I got married. Like, I really thought that I was just a strong-minded person. And then I got married and I was like, I'm so scared of everything. Like, (laughs) what the fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. But, but I also feel like it was because I moved away. So I took myself out of my comfort zone. And then it was like, I don't even know what to do, you know? Mm -hmm. And now I'm relying on this person that I don't know if I can trust, but I had to realize like in the whole, what we were together, how many years before we got married in all of those years, when did he ever make you feel like you can't trust him? But I was just so used to like, you always rely on yourself. You're not going to rely on anybody else. Don't give anybody else the time to screw you over. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I had to like, sit myself down and tell myself to shut the fuck up (laughs) because you're literally driving yourself nuts you know Mm -hmm. but and that's like a really sensitive subject for me because it makes me feel stupid but at the same time it's like if I don't learn from it then what what good is it doing me like I forget how how the saying goes but basically like turn your turn your bad into good type thing you know Mm -hmm. but I don't know I hope that I can teach her that especially because we are going to have another girl. And of course, every parent's biggest fear is like for their girls to get into a relationship that is no good, you know? Yeah. Guys can get into relationships that are good too. I mean, I, I don't true. worry about no, my right. daughters, but I always bring up Calvin. Like, and I'm just really? like, I don't want him to date this kind of girl, this kind of girl, this fast ass bitch, this fucking hoe. I don't want him to do this. Like, he better fucking love me. And Isaiah's like, Jade, no, fuck that. Fuck okay, let's that. talk He's about that. As many bitches as he wants. Shut up. Why do you worry <laughs> about him and not the girls? Not in a because bad way. Feel... I'm not judging you. No, yeah, of course. I feel like I feel like I would want them to see how Isaiah treats me. You know what I mean? And I would want Calvin to see how I treat his father. Like I would be his expectation. So you know what I mean? Like you see that I'm. I treat your dad well like I help him out like we're a team we're not like I'm not catering to this man hand and foot because he has his own hands and feet but I'm still like there for him and same with Isaiah like I always tell him like I want you to treat me like well so the girls can see that like I would hate for them to see me constantly crying constantly struggling fucking taking out the trash and shit when everybody knows it's your job you know what I mean like don't I don't want them to get like the wrong idea of how a relationship should be but I, I also I also feel like I'm still learning myself like because I have my own insecurities within my relationship and yeah. I'm sure Isaiah does too but and everybody I want them- does everybody's like yeah. she says that in the book too insecurities are always going to be there but it is yours and your partner's job to do what it takes to reassure your partner and I was yeah. like wow drops the fucking mic <laughs> I you know that's like my probably my favorite thing about my relationship is that we talk very well like if we don't talk about things and like my anxiety is going crazy and I'm fucking crying every day that's like pretty much my fault because I haven't said anything I'm just like 
withering away in my own mind. And I had to learn and, that too. Like speak the fuck so, up because like, he cannot yeah. read your mind. I just yeah. always felt like, oh shit. I'm sorry, excuse me. I always felt like a burden. So like, but when we do talk and I'm like, hey, I really need to get this off my chest. Can we talk? He's always like, of course, come sit down. Let, let's talk. And we'll talk for hours. And it's always such a good ass conversation that I'm like, this is why I love you. But he's so smart that I, he points things out within me that I don't see. And, or he'll call me out on my shit basically. Um, after I've already like unleashed three hours of bashing him and shit, like, well, I fucking hate you and you're a piece of shit, blah, 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 even though he's not. But I feel like that is my favorite thing because then it's like, wow, like this, our last argument was like a few months ago, I guess. And the biggest thing that I took from it was him telling me like, I always project my insecurities onto him because I'm always like, I'm so big. Like I'm so big. I do have three kids though, but like I'm so big or like, I don't like my hair or like blah, 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 A, B, C, and D. And Isaiah is very like mm, hands-on, like he's a very sexual person basically. So he's like, I don't care. Like you're beautiful to me. I love you. But I'm like, no, Isaiah, like don't touch me. I'm too big. Like, you know what I mean? And he's like, you, you throw those on me. You project them onto me. And that's not how I feel. Like that's how you feel. And that's something that you need to deal with. Cause I don't feel that way. But I, yeah. I, then in my fucking mind, I'm like, well, if you would tell me I'm beautiful every day and he does, but in his own love language. In his own way. See, yeah. that's, that's what I had to learn too, because my husband is very quiet and he doesn't talk, especially if the issue's in his face, then he can't talk about it right away. Like he is a very, he's the type of person that has to sit there and think about what he wants to say and think about if it's worth it and then come to me. And I'm a very like, I'm fucking crying in your face. Tell me something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, uh, I have to have an answer right then and there. And that was another thing that I had to like calm myself down about. Like I would like tell myself, like if X, Y, and Z happen, I have to know the next step. Are we going to fix it? Or are we not? You know what I mean? Cause yeah. if you let me walk away, I'm walking away and I'm not coming back type thing. But I had to realize that him taking his time is not him trying to string me along that's him trying to do what's best yeah Mm -hmm. so I had to learn like his way of communicating and I had to allow it to calm me down because if I didn't then I was basically sabotaging our relationship on my own you know what I mean yeah and it's like I used to see it like like he used to tell me like this is how I am and this is how I've been since we've been together I don't know what to tell you And I would feel like, okay, well, why can't you do compromise and change for me? But I had to realize like, maybe God put me in this marriage because that's what I needed. You know, Mm -hmm. like maybe that, that was like a blessing in disguise that I didn't realize he was like that until we got married. And now I'm here. And now it's like, are you going to work on your marriage or are you not? You know? Yeah. So now I'm very thankful for it. And I'm thankful that he is a total different type of person than I grew up with and then a total different person um, than I am. But it took a lot of, it was a hard pill to swallow. You know, it Mm -hmm. took like- It It always is. Yeah, it took years to realize like, he doesn't mean any harm. And Mm -hmm. he's probably a little bit more mentally stable than I am when we're in those situations. So why Mm -hmm. not leave the ball in his court, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, I 
uh, me and Isaiah used to, we like to go to like the relationship series at churches and stuff or mm-hmm. at Church Unlimited, that's where we would go. Um, and I remember like the last one we attended, he talked about how, you know, you can fester and think about stuff all day and your partner has no clue because I used to do this to Isaiah all the time. Like it would be driving me crazy. And I'm thinking about it for days, like building up all these reasons and all these things that have been pissing me off and holding it in. And then like, I just like let him have it. Like I tell him everything or whatever, or like I say, like, can we talk? And then I just unleash all of it. And they're like, whoa, hold on. What the fuck? Like, that's a lot of shit. I wasn't expecting that because I didn't even know none of this was going on. So I know he had suggested like, when you're feeling that way to be like, hey, I wanted to sit down and talk with you. When would you have time? Or when would be a good time for you? Like, it doesn't have to be today or whatever. Like, even if you just want to listen to me, I just want to get it off my chest. And then if you don't want to respond, that's fine. Let me know when you're ready to respond and do it like that. So me, I said, tried that. I think like I had told him like, I want to talk. Let's talk tomorrow or something like, but don't just like leave them in suspense. Tell them like, this has been bothering me and I want to talk about this can we talk about it tomorrow that way they can think about it and sit on it and ponder so they're not going in like with their gun not loaded you know what I mean yeah yeah and I would do that twice all the time that's what I was gonna say I feel like that's what I would do to him and it would push him away more you know what I mean like it was Mm -hmm. almost like disrespectful to him to come at him that way when he had no idea I was feeling that way Mm -hmm. you know yeah. yeah. And I've learned that he appreciates it a little bit more if I just say what's wrong in the moment rather than take the whole day or two days. And now I have five things that's wrong instead of just one, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, but that is a good way of looking at it because it's like, I really tried it like twice. And after that, I was like, fuck this. I need to just, <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't wait. Like I need to get it off my chest. Cause if not, then I already have like the postpartum depression and the anxiety. So like mixing them together is just like 20 times worse. I couldn't do it. Like, I just need to be like, Hey, look, we need to talk. And my favorite thing to do to talk to him is like after the kids go to bed and it's just us and we're just like on the couch and and, like, you know, hanging out, but I'm like, Hey, (laughs) let me talk to you real quick. And so then we'll get it. That is the one thing that I did have to ask him to compromise with me with. It's like, he ever since the military he can fall asleep oh my god at the drop of a fucking dime like if he sits down and takes two seconds of silence he's asleep so I had to tell him like for me of course if it's that big of an issue or an insecurity I'm gonna wait till our kids are asleep so I need you to give me a second like ask me how my day was or you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. when you just go straight to sleep and then you leave me no room to even mention that something's wrong that's when it starts to fester you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I feel like because I'm working on how I approach him I've seen a big change in him trying to give me that much of like before we go to bed like okay so how was your day how are you feeling you know what I mean? Or at least mm-hmm. give me that little bit of leeway. If I need to mention something, now's my time type thing, you know? Yeah. But it's a two-way street and marriage is hard. And at the end of the day, I feel like you both have to keep in mind that, and I'm saying this in general, not to you, but everybody has, both sides have to keep in mind that the line of respect can't be crossed. 
doesn't matter how mm-hmm. long you've been married, you know, but yeah. that was another thing that I didn't even realize existed because I just felt like, well, now we're married and you're not going anywhere and I'm not going anywhere. So I'm going to say what the fuck I want to say, you know, <laughs> but yeah. because that was my example, but it can't be that way. You know, you know, it's it, funny. I didn't, I, my examples are like Disney channel TV, like my, cause my grandma raised me. My grandma was by herself. Of course she had like her boyfriends or whatever. Um, and they were always fine. I, I would hear them argue like every now and then, but it was never like anything bad. And I would always feel bad for my grandma. Like oh, she's a little old lady. Don't yell at her. Um, and neither of my parents are married. They both had relationships. I don't think either of them were um, good relationships either, but I just, I honestly didn't pay them any mind because I wasn't my business. So it's like, whatever they do is, and you didn't live not, there so yeah so I would only witness or be around it ever every couple of weeks or whatever um so I didn't have any examples and neither did Isaiah so that was one of his biggest fears of getting married was like I have nothing to base being a husband on I don't know what it is to be a husband I don't even know I have nobody to look up to to be like okay I'm doing this right or this is not what I do because he only had I guess like tv as just like I did like of what to base it off of um but I feel like I learned so quick that it's not something like that it's like nothing like that so I'm like yeah. mm, I really hope that my kids see us like grow together and they appreciate that we are raising them together because I know a lot of like Kaylee's friends don't have mom and dad it's very weird and it like especially if there's something going on at school and Isaiah and I both go it's like there's just a bunch of moms you see a bunch of moms like and I'm always like okay I'm so happy you came and that has to say that they're not married or anything they could have a husband that he'd be at work or whatever but me and Isaiah both try to be involved and I hope that they appreciate that we're here together and they can see that and they know how to kind of put that into their own um relationships you know what I mean um yeah I did listen to coffee combos yesterday with kale and Lindsay. Lindsay. yes I, I don't know why i can't i can never remember her name but they were talking about um how their kids were getting bullied and kale was like well how do i how am i supposed to teach my son like i don't i can't show him how to stand up for himself because i don't come across that on a day-to-day basis you know what i mean so yeah. how am i going to teach him and her baby daddy was like you just need to like tell him explain it to him and i've been thinking like it all depends on how your kid learns. You know what I mean? Like just so because I show Kaylee doesn't mean she's going to take it in. Like I could literally have, she could have to read it, you know, or something. Um, And I just feel like, I forgot where I was going with this because <laughs> I took a deep breath. Um, you feel like it's the same thing with, with oh, marriage? Is that what yes. Yes. So like as much as I can show them all this or whatever and be like a role model or an example of what to do, they can like they can go way over their heads they cannot even be fucking paying attention to me because yeah I obviously wasn't paying attention to my parents or any people in my life that are married and I've never seen like a functional marriage before either so yeah it's like hard to come by I guess it is it, it is hard to come by and I feel like I don't know I don't want to sound naive when I say this or like not be saying it correctly but I almost feel like at least in my personal experience the marriages that I did have to go off of besides my parents were also married very young and were also 
the same type of people as my parents so weren't they weren't perfect either you know what I mean and but Mm -hmm. that's just marriage that is just life and so it's like I wasn't looking for a perfect marriage but I didn't know I didn't know that it was okay to see things that you didn't like and be be more aware so that it didn't happen in your marriage type thing I was just more afraid of it than anything Mm -hmm. I didn't have that how do I say I didn't have that like um knowledge of being aware I only had the anxiety part of it and the worrisome I was a very worrisome person I feel like I've calmed down a lot but I don't know I like I never realized how much anxiety I had until I got married and Jerry would like freak out like you look like you're driving yourself crazy (laughs) I I feel like I'm crazy like I don't know and then it was hard it was hard to understand for him too because he didn't grow up seeing a marriage either so then it was Mm. almost like uh I guess kind of like you like I don't even know what you're afraid of because I never saw that and I was Mm. more like I saw too much I'm fucking scared of everything you know yeah so we were two totally different different people coming together yes and so I think we've also had to realize talking about that too helps us because I understand him better and I understand what he doesn't I understand what he doesn't know because he didn't see it and he understands mm-hmm. what I'm scared of because I saw that you know what I mean yeah but mm-hmm. it was it was hard for me to talk to him about it because I just automatically always felt like you're not going to understand you're not going to understand you weren't there it didn't happen to you you know you didn't go through mm-hmm. that growing up but it's like, why, why just automatically cut him off? Like, give him the benefit of the doubt. He loves you that much. I'm sure he'll try to understand, you know? Yeah, exactly. But that took me a good two, three years to realize. So I, I had to realize, like, you're literally sabotaging your marriage. And for what? Because if it does end, you're still going to be crying, you know? Mm-hmm. But marriage is hard. I'm sure you, some people can relate. I hope some people can relate. I know. I, like I said, I love that I'm able to talk and have those discussions. And I feel like a lot of people would be better off if they did have those discussions and talk. I'm learning more now that a lot of people don't talk. Like they don't talk about a lot of stuff in their marriage where it should be a safe space for you to communicate effectively without offending the other person. Like you can communicate and not be rude. And that's all across the board to anyone. You can communicate and get your point across without being disrespectful or rude. And I think a lot of people don't know how to do that because they weren't taught that or they've never seen it before done effectively. Um, But I mean, Isaiah and I talk about literally everything. Like he's taught me things about my own body, like my periods and stuff, because he's done research because he was just, he just wanted to know how to help me better. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that we have discussed that I think a lot of couples don't do and I feel like their relationship suffer from it or they don't last as long as they should because nobody's quote-unquote mature enough to just have the conversation because they're they're everyday life things like how do you start to grow with your partner and live a long fulfilling life if you don't sit down and have the talks like whether it be about kids about your marriage about your goals that you want to have about your sex life about any of that kind of stuff like you have to have those talks even if you feel like this is uncomfortable 
that's good. Let it make you uncomfortable so you can talk about it and get comfortable with it. That way you don't have these issues later I on. Also, yeah. And I also feel like it, it starts, it's hard because we can't go back in time, but mm. it starts with talking to your kids as well, because I feel like one of the biggest issues that we see everywhere, but we see it so much here because it's so, it's such a small town here is people getting, having kids in such a short time of their relationship and they don't even know each other. You know what I mean? And then it's like parenthood slaps you in the fucking face and you're unhappy with the person that you're with because y'all don't know each other because you got pregnant a year into the fucking relationship and a year is not a long time, (laughs) (laughs) but it's true. It's not a long time. You know what I mean? Well, not even, not even knowing your partner, but you have a lot of people get pregnant and don't even know themselves yet they yeah. don't even haven't even discovered themselves which is a whole another topic that I do want to discuss on another episode but they haven't even taken the time to learn themselves because you rushed into being a mom being a, being a relationship then being a parent then trying to be a wife or a husband and then it's like when did you ever take that time to learn you what you like what you don't like because now you're not just yourself you are so-and-so's mom so-and-so's girlfriend so-and-so's husband like And you don't get the luxury all the time of figuring out your relationship and raising your kids right. Sometimes it's one or the other because life just moves too fast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, I, I am thankful for all that I went through and saw growing up because my parents were always very open and I used to think they were too open. You know what I mean? Like I knew (laughs) too much of their issues and that's why I had so much anxiety. But I, at the same time, I feel like if they wouldn't have allowed us to see every little thing, would I have gotten pregnant in high school? Because me and Jerry have been together since seventh grade. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) come on now. You know what I mean? It was bound to happen eventually. But I don't want to sit here and make it seem like I was a fucking saint. No, it was just that I was too scared to get pregnant and end up stuck with him because I didn't know if I if that was, I didn't know if that was our end goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm thankful for that part. But now having girls, it's like, I have no choice but to talk to them and teach them those things. Hopefully they get it because, because it just happens too often. You're going to have friends in high school that are pregnant and don't end up with the father of their child or the mother of their child because they don't, they don't even like each other. They were just, yeah. you know what I mean? They were just doing what everybody else is doing and having a fucking boyfriend or girlfriend and having sex and yeah. not being educated, you know? Of course. But I feel like um, it's okay if you find yourself in that position. It's a matter of taking the time to take a step back and like you said, find yourself, let your partner find himself and decide what's best for for the kid you know like yeah is it best for us to grow together or is it best for us to find ourselves and then raise the kids separately or like you know co-parent or whatever it is but Mm -hmm. I am thankful that me and Jerry were together so long before we had a kid because I feel like we would not have been able to handle that in high school you know yeah um my oldest daughter isn't my husband's but he's been like around since she was two so I, 
I always, I was actually just talking to Isaiah about this. Like, could you imagine if we didn't have any fucking kids, bro? Like, we would have been fucking, like, not fucking, but we would have been, like, <laughs> off somewhere, like, living our best life, traveling, working wherever the fuck we wanted to work, like, doing whatever we wanted. And he was like, I know, I fucking know. And then I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, my kids are cute and everything, but I never, I got pregnant right out of high school. Like, I graduated and, like, I was pregnant, I think, while I was, while, when I graduated. I didn't even yeah. know yet, though. So it's just, like, or maybe a little bit after. I don't remember. No, I probably was. Anyways, um, but, like, I never got that opportunity to, like, learn about myself. So yeah. I didn't really know. And then I, Isaiah did go off to college and do his own thing or whatever. And then he came back and we ended up getting back together. Um, but, like, we we had my daughter. So we did take a little bit of that time to kind of, like, mesh ourselves and see how we were compatible and everything. Because at first, I didn't want to be with him. At first, I was like, mm, I don't really want a relationship right now. Like, I just got out of a relationship. I'm already, like, heartbroken and shit. I don't want that. But he really was persistent. Um, So from us, like, you know, taking our time, like, I, that was, like, I could say that's the only relationship I've ever taken my time on. I usually would, like, rush into relationships. But with Isaiah, like, I literally took my time. Like, I made him wait. I want to say he even asked. He swears he asked me to be his girlfriend. And I just ignored him. I don't remember this. So it's all up in the air because it could be false information. <laughs> but um, I, like, I took my time. And I feel like that's what made my bond with him so much more stronger. And then we still, even though we had my daughter, we still had time to just be us. Like, of course, anybody would watch my daughter. They loved her so much. It was just one kid. Now I have three, so it's hard to get a babysitter now. But it's like, okay, she would go and we'd have days. Like, she'd be gone for like two days at a time. And it's just us, you know, spending time together, yeah. going and doing fun stuff like a young couple would do. And then when we were ready to have our actual own child, we took that step and we actively tried. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I don't feel like we rushed into that either now Calvin's a whole different story because I wasn't expecting that that little baby but anyways <laughs> I, it's different when you take your time and weigh your pros and cons and grow with your partner and learn about them before just let's start a whole fucking family yes before to, just dating just to date and then ending up pregnant. yeah 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 I and agree. again there's nothing wrong with that because I know a lot of people who do do that so no, there is no anything judgment wrong at all with that yeah we're just speaking from our experiences and I guess just our point of views but I feel like I feel like how do I say it our minds and our point of views and our beliefs change over the years you know and they change they grow with you like as they should Yes. And then like when you become parents and blah, 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 we might see things totally different in a few fucking years. But right now I feel like, I don't know, maybe because of, because like this book made me realize a lot. I'm still not even done with it. I think I'm on like chapter seven or something. I don't even know how many chapters there are. It's only like a five hour audio book and I'm probably about three hours into it. So I'm probably almost done, but it was just making me realize a lot about myself in a good way and I don't know it's like it's a double-edged sword to realize your insecurities and your flaws but it feels so much better when you actually work on them you know yes. it's like that much more rewarding and that too I used to be very prideful very prideful so I feel like 
learning to just put my pride aside and do what's going to make me feel better in the long run has been way more rewarding than I would have ever, ever thought, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, one time me and Isaiah fought and I, do you know who Moneybag Yo is? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, he's a rapper, right? <laughs> so he has this song called Pride. And I remember one time Isaiah and I were fighting. So he like, he just like smoothly played it in the car, I guess to like talk to me. Cause it's pretty much saying like, just put your pride to the side. Like forget all that. Like we love each other. Let's just be together. Why are we fucking doing this dumb ass shit? Right. And I was like, nigga, what? Sorry. I hit the mic, but like, uh, don't play no fucking rap song for me. If you ain't going to rap it, like <laughs> you could say this shit, read me the fucking lyrics. But at first I didn't even realize he was playing it to me, but cause and then he played it again. And I was like, oh, this nigga really trying to get my attention here. Like, it was such an awkward, quiet car ride because we were so, I don't even know what we're fighting about, but I was like, and ever since I've heard that song, I always try to like, not, not, not argue, but like, okay, I like, I I try to be as vulnerable as I can, like here. I'm not even going to try to fight with you over this because it's not even fucking worth it. And I, that's, I feel like that's one of my biggest flaws is that I'm always thinking not about death, but like, this could be my last moment. So why am I going to spend my last moment fighting? Or I always think that way. Like I could die tomorrow and we're in the middle of a fight over some fucking lemons or some dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I don't want to waste this time. Like time is too precious for me to be fighting with you. So like, let's just fucking squash it and come over here and give me a fucking kiss because you love me. The fuck? Like that's yeah. how I do things. Yeah, no, I'm like that too. I, and I feel like I'm like that, especially now because we don't have major issues it's not like he's fucking cheating on me you know what I mean like so so yeah I mean I I could agree with you it's like this is a petty oops sorry this is a petty fucking argument uh how about you shut the fuck up and just give me a hug like but I don't know he's not an affectionate person so he had to realize like She's asking me for a hug, not to get me to shut up, but because that's what's going to make her feel better in the moment, because I'm an affectionate person. You know what I mean? Like, if we just finished arguing and you don't give me a hug, I will literally be like, are you still mad or what? Like, yeah, he's like, no, like, Jesus Christ, I just fucking (laughs) took a breath, like. And I'm like, well, you were breathing hard. So you seem pissed off still. Like, do you need to talk about it? (laughs) I mean, but he meditates. So he does his deep breathing, like, he'll just do like a deep sigh. And I'm like, what is your fucking problem? Like, what is, he's like, I'm just doing my breathing, Jade. I'm like, well, don't fucking do it around me because I think you're upset. Like, can you not breathe? (laughs) What the fuck? I was being dramatic. He doesn't take deep breaths. Oh, Isaiah does. But he he will literally be like, (sighs) and I'm like, what? what what are we fighting about now and it's usually nothing like it's so stupid like I'm just breathing but I just I hate it because to me it's like you take a deep sigh when you're like pondering life and like yeah yes annoyed and I'm like what did I do to you fuck like and then I go on like why do we even get married Isaiah like I don't understand he's just like Jade stop and I'm like I can't El Toxica that's me oh my god La La Toxica I don't know. It's Spanish. Same. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I was just thinking the other day, like, I should mention that if I feel, oh, this is what I was going to say, too, like, about the whole pride thing. 
I had to realize too, like if he's not the one person that I'm the most comfortable and vulnerable with, then what am I doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, exactly. give it that chance to see if you can be the most comfortable and the most vulnerable with. And I know it's scary to like, let your guard down and possibly get hurt. But I mean, what do you have to lose at this point? You're already in the relationship, marriage, you guys already have a kid or whatever the case is, you know, but I had to realize like, okay, if I give him this chance, then, and he doesn't screw it up. What's Mm -hmm. my excuse now? Exactly. And I can honestly say that I started realizing that when I was pregnant with Scarlett, I would have like full on panic attacks. And he would be like, what is wrong with you? And I'd be like, do you even want to be with me? Like, are we going to end up getting a divorce after I have this kid? Like, he'd be like, what is the, he would literally tell me, where is this coming from? And I would be like, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I would just freak out and have a whole meltdown. And he'd be like, when have I ever made you feel like I'd get you pregnant and leave you? Like, when? Please tell me. Like, he would get pissed off. Like, please name a fucking time I made you feel that way. And I'd be like, I don't know. (laughs) I would like have to calm myself down and be like, you're literally acting psycho over nothing. And not that it was nothing to me. It was nothing to him because he didn't go through it, you know? But why am I going to project my own trauma and insecurities onto somebody who never had that? Mm -hmm. Like, that don't add up (laughs) but yeah but anyways that was a good little uh venting therapy session (laughs) a little powwow (laughs) that word (laughs) i don't know that's like the same thing but it's so cute powwow what does it mean when people say thanks for coming to my ted talk like when you um vent and you make good points i love saying that shit like thanks for coming to my motherfucking conference hole because it was good i spent some fucking truth some motherfucking fire that's how she said my conference i can't Mm, mm, mm. but anyways we are practically out of time Uh, i um what's i gonna say do you have any last minute thoughts i was gonna say i can't wait to hear everybody's responses i'm I do appreciate everybody that does respond to our stories because it's very insightful to hear everybody else's point of view and stuff, especially if they've gone through like the same things we go through or they didn't know. I've had a lot of people tell me that aren't moms like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. You know what I mean? Like I always did this way, but you guys brought light to it and I didn't know like that would upset a new mom or that would, that's a good way of teaching your kid like so I appreciate all those messages and all the feedback that we get constantly. Um, so please keep it coming. Don't stop. I mean, we really do need that to kind of gauge if we're going in the right direction or if we should take a turn for the yeah. worst. I agree. It helps us a lot. So don't think that um, your input doesn't matter because it does matter to us or else we wouldn't be broadcasting all this shit to the world. Like, I mean, not that we have millions of followers or anything, but, but we're getting there. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, but thank you guys for listening and um, message us if y'all have any input or ideas or feedback or any suggestions, anything like that. But Jade, I hope you enjoy your birthday, bitch. <laughs> I already forgot. I was like, I enjoy my what? 
but am I gonna go put my damn eyelashes on and look like a person <laughs> bitch I need to put some fucking makeup on I look dead <laughs> but anyways thanks for coming to our TED talk bitches no, I'm just kidding but thank Boy. you <laughs> thank you guys so much have a great day everyone we'll talk to you soon bye